This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Reva Langer is an attorney who specializes in family law, divorce, marriage, contracts, curatorship, and mediation. Our company is operating through lockdown. Reva, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much for having me, Cherise. Reva, what happens to marriages during lockdown when there is already stress on them? I think it's quite interesting from discussions that I've had with people who have phoned me for as potential referrals. It really does seem as though the added stress of um, often uh, reduced incomes, staying in confined spaces for very long is further widening cracks, which are already apparent in relationships. And it's creating a lot of strain for couples. Um, I have seen an increase in the number of calls um, from people inquiring about divorce and how it works. I've been, you know, quite saddened by that. I think that um, it's a sign of the stress that we're all living under at the moment and the uncertainty, which is undermining a lot of relationships. Um, I think even healthy relationships are taking strain. Um, so a relationship that is already teetering on the brink of disaster is just being further pushed, um, you know, in, in the direction of a separation or divorce. You, you talk about, let's go back in a sense, we, we're living under extremely difficult circumstances. Uh, for people who were thinking of divorce before, is there any opportunity for them to separate at times like this? Or what, what are the laws? around lockdown, around leaving things? So at the moment, there is there are regulations in place that um, allow you to move um, yourself and your personal goods. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's until the – it's sometime in early June. I can't remember the exact date. Um, but in any event, hopefully by that stage, we would have moved into level three, and then there will be an adjustment in the regulations. But at the moment, as it stands at today's date, it is possible for couples to separate. Um, the bigger question is the financial implications of that. Um, and I think that's where you're going to find the majority of couples really struggling in that they need to separate. They, it's unhealthy for them to continue together. But can they afford financially to run two homes? From a legal perspective, it's possible. Um, and if you need to separate, um, then absolutely you need to do that. And, you know, you can still move children between um, parents. You can, um, you know, you can move yourself and move your goods. Um, but as always, it is generally better to get proper legal advice, um, even if it's just a half hour Zoom um, consultation with an attorney just to flesh out exactly how to do it. If you're not very savvy, if you're tech savvy, you can go onto the internet and you can look up the regulations. It's not very difficult. Um, But basically it is possible. It's very possible at the moment and it is legal to separate and to move homes and to set up a new home. Riva, you also do mediation. Would you try for couples that are taking stress under these incredibly difficult circumstances? Mediate? Do you think? Yeah. No, no, it's very possible. In fact, I'm dealing with, you know, I've had a few of those inquiries and I'm dealing with the mediation at the moment where the husband and wife are mediating their divorce. They are living in the same home. So when we have our sessions, they just go into two different rooms. It brings a much higher level of tension to the mediation, obviously, because you are living in the same house and 
um, you know, at the same time you have, you're trying to negotiate your way through a divorce. But it's definitely possible. In fact, it's preferable. You know, the advantage to a mediation over litigated divorce is that you get to share the costs. Um, of the mediation, whereas if both of you go to attorneys on your own, um, you're each going to have to be liable for your legal fees, which for couples who are already financially stretched is going to be even more of a deterrent. Once we reach our uh, end of our lockdown, do couples then, once the stress is over, is there, do they try to get together again or not? I think that's going to depend on the couples. I mean, I would strongly urge couples where, you know, where possible to try and um, get into marriage counseling, try to save the marriage, because we are living in, in unprecedented times. And often the stress that you're experiencing during lockdown is not going to continue indefinitely into the future. And, you know, where possible, absolutely try and save the marriage. But where it's not possible, then, of course, you know, you need to... You need to do what you need to do. Um, you know, for me, the bigger concern in the lockdown was more around the issue of um, abuse, really, in the home. The added stress is very um, bad for any sort of, like, abusive relationship. And that's kind of been where my concern has been more around the practicalities of um, a divorce, because that is possible. Attorneys are working. We're doing consultations by Zoom. Where necessary, we're doing face-to-face with the you know requisite um, safety measures in place. Coming out of uh, of lockdown and getting more into real life should hopefully kind of reset the balance in relationships and help people you know move forward. Um, and in that case, I mean, a good marriage counsellor is invaluable. Reva, you talk about, I mean, I actually think yesterday I read that gender-based violence had increased by 500% during lockdown. Um, and I'm sure there are uh, places that women who are abused in relationships can turn to their times like this. And 500% is a huge amount. Um, it is a huge amount. Um, and I think that... You know, the statistics are quite worrying um, in that we don't know kind of what sort of social um, demographic that covers. Um, but there are definitely organizations. And I mean, the, the, the president and the government have been very clear about that. The regulations specifically related to domestic violence for that reason. South Africa has a very high rate of gender based violence. So our government take it very, very seriously. I mean, the courts are still the the, you know, the uh, magistrate's courts are enjoined to deal with domestic violence matters. So if someone is being, um, you know, is being abused, they can go and seek redress from the court. Um, of course, there are always going to be practical issues with that. Um, you know, if you're forced to live in the same property for, um, for financial reasons, do you feel that you can go and get a domestic violence order to protect yourself? So I think it's a very nuanced um, area of concern. Um, but, I mean, the police services are there. The courts are open. Um, organizations that deal with, um, you know, with domestic violence are, are operating, most of them. Some on skeleton staff, but most of them are operating. Um, and, you know, I think it's just it would be irresponsible of us not to just put a shout out to those people, even in our community, who are, um, being victims of domestic violence, that they should definitely seek some some form of redress.
Reva, my last question to you, children. Children's a lot more clear now than it was at the beginning. I mean, it was a little bit of topsy-turvy when we first started. No one quite knew what was going on. But in terms of the latest regulations, children can move between parents. In fact, you can even move between different cities provided you go to your magistrate's court and get, get the necessary permit, which is a form which the magistrate needs to fill out. So I think that as as restrictions ease and as we start easing back into, you know, a more normal or the new normal, it's imperative that children are having contact with both parents and where possible face-to-face contact. You know, if you have a parent who's being completely irresponsible and you know that they're um, not adhering to any of the safety precautions, I would caution the other parent to say, well, maybe that parent shouldn't have face-to-face contact at this point or should have, you know, some sort of like maybe in a in a public place or a more open place. So I think that couples um, need to also remember the fact kids are really finding this difficult and they're going to need both their parents. They're going to need the input of both. They're going to need that sort of that connection. It is legal and your kids can move and um, there's no reason not to. If anybody would like to contact you, Reva. Yes, I'm happy for them too. Uh, my email address is R Lange, R L A N G E at R L Attorneys A Double T O R N E Y S dot C O dot Z A. Thank you very much, Reva. Thank you so much for joining me. That was Reva Lange, who is from Reva Lange Attorneys, and she specializes in um, family law.